it's great to just spend time together and to, to worship Jesus together, but also, uh, yeah, just to spend time as family and to, to catch up with one another and also to pray with each other and have fellowship together. And uh, this week uh, has been quite a big week for us as a, as a family, for a, as a Hopkins family. So um, you might, this might not sound very big, but Theo and Billy started sharing a bedroom. So that's been, <laughs> been quite big con- considering all our four boys have been terrible speak, uh, sleepers. So uh, yeah, they, they cried through kind of most nights, both of them in one sense, but that was quite big. Billy started full-time school. So now three out of our four boys are in school uh, full-time. Uh, you might have bet, you heard Becky say on Thursday, picked up for work, work. Becky started a new job, and so she works now uh, part-time uh, as, a, as a receptionist in a doctor's surgery in Clan Romney. Uh, that's going to be on Tuesdays and Fridays, but this week, because it was training, she had to go in uh, every de- day, and we only found out about it last week. Uh, uh, and, and this year is my third year anniversary of being the pastor of this church. And so, uh, so, so it's been a bit, of a bit of a crazy week. And then someone decided to put uh, me hosting and speaking and Becky on worship. I don't know who that person was, but <laughs> that kind of added to the, the excitement and stress this morning with, with doing that with the kids. But... Um, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been three years, I've been here now for, for three years, believe it or not, and, and for the first five months of that, we were travelling up and down from Swansea a few days a week, and then we finally sold our house, bought a house in, in Cardiff, and had six weeks almost like settling with the school and the house, and then kind of starting things, and then COVID came, and then lockdown came, and and then and that was kind of for like almost 18 months wasn't it like nearly two years of that time and so cardiff is is definitely our home uh this is definitely our church thornhill is definitely where we feel called to uh and so in reality i'm going now into my fourth year year here but in some sense it feels like my fourth month just because of what's happened over the last uh, three years. And, and at the start of, of this year as elders, we said uh, we feel like we need to look at membership. We need to look at membership as a church because as a church, uh, we had formal membership, but didn't really operate as one. Uh, and, so, and, and because then we'd been in lockdown for 18 months, because then I was new to the church, and I had a list of, of people's names some of them I hadn't even met. Um, we felt like, okay, well, who is Thornhill Church? And who, who does Thornhill Church want to be? What do we want Thornhill Church to look like? And so we felt this was the year to, to start looking at, at those questions. Uh, and, and we know Jesus loves us. We know Jesus loves his church. Jesus loves Thornhill Church. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves our neighbours, those in Sainsbury's today, those playing football, those on this neighbourhood. Jesus loves his creation. Kevin on Park, as we pray in this week, is just a, a glimpse of his just creation. Jesus loves all these things. But God is love himself. God is 
love himself and his name, his glory, his fame is more important than our names, is more important than my name, more important than your name, more important than Thornhill Church, Highfields Church, Glenwood Church, wherever individual name it is, the name of Jesus is more important than all these names. And Psalm 29 verse 2 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Isaiah 42 verse 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. And Romans 1 verse 5 says, Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. And as a church, I know I, I, I would hear an amen to this. We want the, the name of Jesus to be the most honored name in this place, don't we? We want the name of Jesus to be the most honored loved, respected name in all the earth, but also in our homes, in our hearts, and in this community. That's what we want, isn't it? The name of Jesus to be honored. And yesterday, as we were praying in our Jericho walk, and as we were the, the most northern point of, of Jericho, uh, of, not Jericho, of uh, Thornhill, we were praying for almost a reclaiming of the name of Jesus in this area, of, of, of where so many people use the name of Jesus Christ as a swear word, or when they stub their toe on the radiator, or when there's something that's bad, and they want to express something that's wrong. We, we are praying for the area, Lord Jesus, reclaim your name, the greatest name, the only name that can save. Um, and so we want the name of Jesus Christ to be honored, don't we? Amen? Amen. Amen. But we're aware, and we pray that, and we want that, and we desire that, but we know we're aware that the name of Jesus can be affected for the good or the bad by us. Can it? The name of Jesus can be affected by good or bad by us as Christians and us as a church. And don't get me wrong, some people will hate the name of Jesus Christ because people hated Jesus. So even when we honor God, even when we follow him and are close to him, people can hate the name of Jesus because we are like him and because people hate that. It's, it talks about people love the darkness, they don't like the light. But also in our, sometimes in our mistakes, in our hearts, in our attitudes, the way we treat people when we are not like Jesus, sadly we know we can affect how they think of Jesus and how they think of his church. And John 13, 35 says, this is how everyone will know you are my disciples, if you love one another. That's how. That's how I'll know you like me, how you love me, how you follow me, if you love one another. So I can remember to speak, speaking to us as a church at the beginning of this year, explaining uh, we are a church with formal membership, but don't really operate as one and so we either get rid of it or we do it well. We either get rid of it or we do it well. But either way, we want to find out who is Thornhill Church 
and we'll, what we want Thornhill Church to look like. If I say I'm a part of Thornhill Church, this is what it looks like. This is what we want to be part of. This is what we want to be devoted to. This is what the community know that we're about. And so we started looking at uh, we started looking at the, the devoted series from Acts 2, where they devoted themselves uh, to these different things. The early church, where the Spirit of God had just come out, and this was a response to knowing Jesus, being filled with the Spirit. They, they, they devoted themselves, and this was the response. And we talked about six things, uh, baptism, communion, Sunday, homes, giving, serving, and how we want us as a people to be devoted to these things, but also operate as body members of Christ being the head. That's where our heart was. Uh, and then we started... Uh, using Church Suite, and for some of us, including myself, Church Suite, we, we're still on a journey with that, aren't we? We're still not, not sure. Uh, and some, um, and we said, look, the pre-COVID uh, members list, uh, we're grateful for that, but like that's gone. That's part of the history. That's part of some people have, have actually physically died from that. Some people we haven't seen for a long time. Uh, there's lots of other people as associates on that, but then also lots of other people now who have joined us sin since then. Uh, and, and so this church suite was almost a, a trial, if you want to say, almost like starting, or, all right, and what about this could be a new list? This is a, an updated list. This is a new list. But we didn't want it to just be a sign-up sheet. We didn't want it to just be say, oh, yeah, just click this, tick this box, and here it is. We wanted it to, to mean something for something to, for people to devote to, to say, oh yeah, well actually if I want to be a member of this church, this is what it looks like. Giving flesh to the bones of what it looks like, what it means to be part of, of Thornhill Church. Uh, so this is, so there is questions on that. This is what we want people to devote to. Are you up for that? Are you, how are you going to do that? And the reaction was mixed, <laughs> wasn't it? The reaction was mixed to that and to those questions and to the start of this. Uh, and some people who were devoted to these areas happily signed and said, yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm up for that. I believe in that. I'm happy to continue with that. Some people who were also devoted to these areas um, didn't like the formality of it or the approach or the, type or the way we did it. And so they were like, all right, I believe in those things, but I'm unsure. Uh, some people who weren't devoted and maybe even just came for the first week, kind of like, oh, well, oh, great, yeah, 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 and dicked it, and I, and I haven't seen them since. So it was almost like they, they did this, didn't feel it, and I haven't seen them since. And then also, if we're honest as well, for some of us, it was a reactor of where we were at, spiritually, like, and for some people thought, actually, although I'm here physically, spiritually i can't say amen to that or i can't fully say i will do to that so i couldn't do that and so that was for some people and other people spiritually they weren't there but then they reacted badly to it almost like in a defense like well don't don't tell me to do that like who are you to ask me to do that that's that's not your call and so there was many uh, reactions uh, to it and so it was mixed I'll say that it was it was mixed, and even as we then started to look 
Because I, if I'm honest, I kind of almost then felt the pressure of, all right, we've got membership. How do we, how do we then make membership meaningful? Like, how do we, if, if we've got membership, how do we make it meaningful? How do we make it mean something, look like something? Uh, and um, and as, a, as, a, as an eldership, as we were journeying it through this, we'll be honest, our, our feelings are mixed on it as well. Like, we were mixed as we started doing this. We were mixed as we started going through these things. And I thought, all right then, okay, it's right, we've got a bit of time. We'll start off with baptism. That's the easy one. <laughs> like, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> like, even as elders, we've got four elders. As I talk about that, I was like, okay, right, guys, we've got a membership. Like, we've got formal membership. It doesn't really mean anything, but I feel like we, we need to give formal membership meaning. And so, all right, let's do baptism. Let's have something that we all sign up for baptism. And out of the four of us, all four of us had totally different baptism experiences. Like, literally, like, all four of us were different. And it was amazing because it was, in one sense, like, mixed, frustrating, showed us how, how hard this was going to be. But it was a picture of the wider church. It was a picture of all of us as an indep- independent church. Like, this was, like, you, all four of us, there's all stories in this room uh, from that. And so what I thought was going to be the easiest one <laughs> started the journey of, well, right, this is, this, this is going to be, this could be messy, this could be difficult, and it could be at the detriment. Rather than being uniting, this could bring division. Uh, and and so, so we, that's why we started the journey. And uh, we're so grateful that we did it once a month and started like that. And we've spoken to people over the time in these areas to just get feedback. What do you think of this? Like, this is what we said on Sunday. What do you think? Or, yeah, yeah we've, we've been discussing this. Like, how do you feel about this? And so we've, we've tried to do it carefully and listen to people and spread it out. And also, as church pray, as elders pray for it. And church suite sign-up is, is now different. And I, like I said, there's pros and cons to the system. I admit that it's possible that I don't like. Uh, and I mentioned that the sign-up experience in January was mixed. But actually, that process unintentionally really helped us as elders. Like, even though we didn't mean for, for this, the process of it helped us as elders. Like, it made us see who would be comfortable in formal membership. So it made us see, oh, actually, these people would be okay with that. It made us see people who were devoted yet would have difficulty with it. So it made us see that. It also um, made us realize we could, people could sign yes to everything and still not do anything. It made us realize this could just be another tick sheet and then nothing happened from it. And the last thing we wanted was just another list of names. Like that's the last thing we wanted as pastors and as as elders. And the last thing I want to do as pastor is almost like a school receptionist on a Monday, almost like, look, I'm ringing you just to say, see like where you are um, because you, you said you were going to be in church yesterday. You said you, you were supposed to be in school yesterday and uh, I'm just ringing up to see where you were. Like, that's the last thing 
I want to do, and I know that's the last thing you want to do, you want to hear off me. And I'm not just saying, I'm not saying all formal membership looks like that, but it was really helpful to, for us to realise that in the process. Yeah, and I'm not having to go to other churches, or I'm not seeing uh, formal membership all operate like this, but it made us realise that actual formal membership at Thornhill Church as an independent church with our history and with the mixed bag of people that we are could be messy and divisive where our heart was for unity and clarity and bring in, if anything, bring in raising the bar higher. That's what we want. We want to raise, like we sang that song, you are worthy of it all. Like We want to give him everything. And so that's our intention. But we realized that it could be messy or could be divisive. So over this year, we've been speaking on devotions once a month, and we've spoken to different people. And as elders, we've continually prayed and discussed these matters for over a year, and we've changed things, we've edited things, we've refined things. Even the, the sheet that you have on your piece of paper, I, was, I printed that literally at half past eight this morning because we were still refining and editing uh, over these things. But we wanted to to find out this is, this is what we want Thornhill Church to look like. Not us as four elders, but this is what we believe Jesus wants his church to look like. And this is how we want to lead. This is how we want to lead the people because we believe that this is biblically the way to do it. And if I can say, I, I'm going to go off peace right now, so I know I'm dangerous when I go off peace. But like, as a pastor of this church like i'm aware of my failings of my like inadequacies and my uh, i'm just aware of my own heart so i'm not saying in any way like i'm better than any of you guys or i deserve to be up here or anything like that like i'm, I'm not saying anything like that but i love jesus and i love his church and that's kind of it i love jesus and i love his church and so but also, I'm aware of the responsibility that uh, that God has given me in this place. And if if I could be honest, I'd rather not have it. Like I'd rather not uh, have this role or have the gifts that He's given me or, or play, be placed where He's placed me. Because I love Him and I love His church. But I'm aware of the responsibility of where I'm at and, and the position that we find our place in. And I take that really seriously. I, I take that like, really seriously. And so my heart is for, the, for Thornhill Church to just glorify the name of Jesus. That's what I want. Like, that's what I want. And, and, and in, the, in the book of Revelation where there are seven letters to seven different churches, like, I know God loves me. I, and I'm, I'm firm in his love and I'm, I'm secure in his love but also there's a fear if I'm honest there's a fear in the responsibility there's a fear in the respect of the responsibility and those seven letters to the seven churches like I'm just like God if you give it, if you give us a letter for Thornhill Church like what would it be on it like what would it be on it like what delights you like what do you love about it like what what are you what are you saying to us to be aware of like, what, what, what do we need to be cautious of? And Lord, is there anything that you hate about us? 
Is there anything that displeases you? And if there is, Lord, please, like, kind of help us deal with it. Because, like, the name of Jesus is more important than the name of Thornhill Church. And he, he will remove lampstands. Like, he will remove lampstands of churches that on, aren't honoring him, that aren't pursuing him, that aren't loving the name of Jesus. And I'm like, please, Lord, like, don't remove our lampstand. Not in an insecure way, but, Lord, help us be a church that loves you. Don't we, want, don't we just want to be a church that Jesus loves? Like, he's like, I love Thornhill Church. Like, I love the way they love people. I love the way they serve people. I love the way they devote to one another. They pray their faith. I, and so, as a pastor, I've gone off peace there, I'll come back. But please know my heart. I know my failures. I know my insecurities. I know my weaknesses. And so if I've hurt you in my sin, then I'm sorry, I apologize. But my heart is that I love Jesus and I want to lead a church, help lead a church that loves Jesus and loves the name of Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> and, so, and so as pastor and elders and leaders, we felt that we are not going to pursue or continue formal membership. We're not going to continue or pursue formal membership because we believe it would be too messy and it would bring more disunity rather than unity. And for some of you who like membership, who want that, that could be a bit hard for you right now, and I appreciate that. And hopefully you know you can speak to me, speak to the elders, and we can talk about that. But over this year, we prayed, and this has been over a long a year's time, we believe that to make the formal membership more formal, it would actually cause more harm than good. And so we're not lowering the bar. Please, trust me, we're not lowering the bar. We're raising the bar. Like, we're not lowering it. We're raising the bar. And we said a while ago that we stopped looking at, at, the, at the formal membership list a long time ago. That pre-COVID list is part of our history, but it almost stays there now, so we're grateful for it. But we don't believe we need to resurrect it. We don't believe we need to add to it. And so I want to say, please don't be scared. Like, please don't think everything is going to change. Please don't think, like, the elders are on a power trip. Like, the only thing in our constitution that is different is members vote for elders. And, like, we still want that. We think that's good. We think the church needs to have a voice on that. Uh, and, and we want to keep that anyway. We want to consult if and when we ever get to that stage. So you might think, oh, no, that's it. But in one sense, nothing's going to change. <laughs> because we've been a formal church and we haven't been operating, is it? In one sense, nothing is going to change. So we are seeing we're not going to continue with pursuing formal membership or adding to formal membership less or trying to give meat to formal membership because we feel it's too messy and hurtful. And so instead, we are going to lead and aim and strive to be a devoted body member church. That's how we're going to lead. That's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to aim for, to be a devoted body member church. And frankly, if you really want to be a member or have membership or be known as a member, 
that's fine. We want body members, so just keep devoting to these things. Like, if you, want, if you feel like, oh, no, I, I still re- in my head that really helps, or, no, that, I really want to see it. Like, we're not cancelling you out. We're just saying this is what it means. This is what it looks like. This is, we're giving practical things of this is what it looks like to be a, a body member of Thornhill Church. And I know we, in life, we all have different seasons. Some of us are in doubting seasons right now. Some of us are in sickness seasons right now. Some of us are in difficult seasons. Some, season, some, some of us are in great seasons, and we can say amen to all these and say, yeah, I'll add a few more as well. Or some of us are in seasons where we would love to devote to these things, but possibly can't. And in those seasons, we want to serve one another, don't we? We want to serve one another, and I want to do that myself. Some of us, sometimes we're in a good place, and we can serve others. Sometimes we're in a difficult place, and we need others to serve us. And so I acknowledge that. I mean, I have those seasons as well, and so we acknowledge those different seasons. But that's not going to come from uh, signing a piece of paper or having a name of a list. And I'm not trying, forgive me if you think, oh, when you signed that piece of paper to be a member, you're, it was just that. I know that. I know you meant it. I know there was thought there. I know there was meaning there. I know it meant something. And I 100% I know that. So forgive me if, if we do it. But we don't want people to just sign another piece of paper to have a list of that. Like, if you want to be part of this body, you'll be part of this body by being known, by devoting yourself, by being seen, by being loved, by being part of the family. And that doesn't mean you have to be up the front at all, but you need to be known, and even if it's two or three in a group, be known, be vulnerable, be loved, love others, give yourself to others. And then when you, when or if you're in a season, when or then if you're in a season where you can't do that, then people will give that back to you. People will devote to you. People will give back to you when you're on that place, when you've been received that, and then others can give that back to you. And Jesus said in Luke 18, 22, he said, come follow me. Luke 18, 22, he said, come follow me. Jesus continually said, follow me, follow me. And this devoted DNA, if we can say, of what we want Thornhill Church to look like is us leaders saying, like, this is how we're going to lead. Like, this is how we're going to lead the church. Like, will you follow us? This is how we're going to lead the church. Will you follow us? And we want everyone to follow us, not in the sense of, oh, we are really strong, powerful leaders and we're going off peace. But we believe this is how Jesus is leading us, and so this is how we're going to lead. And so will you follow us? And if you follow us, then we look to devote ourselves as we look to be a biblical church that honors, loves, and respects the name of Jesus. So this is how, as leaders, we're going to lead. This is how pastoral care is going to happen for the church. This is how we're going to try and cover areas that God wants us to cover and to be a part of and to be in our lives uh, in this church. And this is what we call people who want to be part of his body to devote to, 
This is what we are calling people to devote to. And this isn't just for us right now. This is for people, our neighbours, people in the, in, in, the, in the streets, people in Thornhill, in the schools. We want to see salvation, don't we? We want to see people come here and get baptised, but we want to see them devoted to Sundays, to loving one another, to opening up their homes. And so hopefully you've all got one of these uh, letters and, um, and, and, and if you haven't, grab one on the way out. But I'm just going to read this to close uh, and then we're going to sing the song You Are Worthy of It All before we do that. Because we're saying now these are just some parts but actually he's worthy of it all. Jesus is worthy of it all. And it says this, Thornhill Church uh, equals de devoted body members. And we want to be a church devoted to Jesus Christ. We believe uh, he is before all things and in all things, and all things hold together in him. And he is the head of the body, the church, Colossians 1:17. And he wants his disciples devoted to local church, which are pictures of the global church and his kingdom mission. He wants to give believers his spirit and gifts to become body parts, members of his body church under his headship. The desire for these six devotions at Thornhill Church is to help us be a local church that pleases and represents him in a faithful way. And now the verses we've been looking at in Acts, Acts 2, 38, and it goes to 41. Repent and be baptised, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to the number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere heart, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And in 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the body, verses 12 and 17. Just as a body, though one, has many members, but all its many members form one body so it is with christ now you are body now you are the body of christ and each one of you is part of it and then these six devotion devotions come out of these this acts chap, chapter and, and first corinthians 12 and if you uh, if you've missed any of those then they're on youtube or on our website so you can catch up but let me just read them through as we've processed this and as we, we want people to devote to these aspects of, of being part of the family, of being part of this body church. So we want people devoted to baptism. It was great to see Alan get baptized the other day, wasn't it? And, and, and we want to see more of that. And so devoted to baptism. We long to see the baptism pool being used every week. It is by faith and faith alone that we are saved. But baptism is an essential part of following Christ that Jesus commanded. And that's just one line. If you, if you love Jesus around being baptized, he's commanded you to do it. Just like you're commanded to love, 
just like we're uh, commanded to forgive others. He's commanded you to do this. We acknowledge that as an independent church, we have people here with vast experiences of baptism. And our practice at Thornhill Church is full immersion, believers' baptism, where physically possible. We wrote where physically possible because Alan was a great example of that recently, but he said, no, I want it all. And so we, we, made it, we made it happen. But sometimes it might not be physically possible. And also for teenagers and adults who have faith in Jesus Christ. We would consider baptizing children younger than 13, but we would speak to them and their children, parents, or guardians, as some have different thoughts on that, some have different beliefs, and so we want to have conversations with people and with children on that. Devoted communion. An elder, this is our current practice, an elder will currently lead communion one Sunday a month or on occasions when the whole church is gathered. We intentionally do it together as we want it to be a communal time, not just a personal experience. We want to take communion in celebration and reflection in Christ's death, resurrection, and second coming. As we take the bread and wine in remembrance of Christ's love and forgiveness in making us right with God, we also have to share that love and forgiveness with one another as the church and also those outside the church. We explain communion before we take it so that people don't take it in an unworthy manner or bring judgment upon themselves and lead children taking communion up to the parents and child. Again, we're just kind of giving some meat to the bones of that, saying, yeah, we believe in communion, we, we acknowledge that we need it, but also we want to do it in a worthy manner, don't we? We don't want to just do it in a personal way, which kind of COVID, remember the COVID cups? They were horrible, weren't they? The COVID cups where we all two meters apart. Like, we don't want to do it in an individual way. Like, we want to do it as a family, if there's unforgiveness, if there's things we need to deal with each other. Like, we need to deal with each other. This isn't just between us and the Lord. We're grateful for that, but we need to deal with each other as well and forgive one another. Devoted to Sundays. Sunday mornings is currently the only time and the only place where the whole body of Thornhill Church joins together. As elders, we will devote ourselves to being here on Sundays to serve others. And on, on Sundays, as a church, we will use ourselves, so all of us as a church, and our gifts to serve one another as body parts of his church, like today is a great example. On Sundays, we will have Bible teaching, fellowship, corporate worship, prayer, <laughs> communion and baptisms, dedications, etc. And gathering as a whole church is and should be the highest calling of our week as we gather to worship, surrender, and connect to Jesus, the head of our church. Which, if we're honest, our culture right now, Sundays is just another day, isn't it? Sundays, and we want to reclaim that. We encourage body members to let their, what we currently call term groups, know if they're away or ill on a Sunday for pastoral care and accountability. And that line there just kind of shows a hint of it happens already, but shows a hint of where we want the pastoral care, where we want people looking after each other, where we want people to share with each other and offload with each other. Because, again, to be frank, Sundays is too big for that. Sundays is too big for that, and so we don't want people 
hiding or, or escaping or, or coming. We want people to know one another and devoted to term groups. At Thornhill Church, we have midweek groups currently called term groups, and they're incredibly important as they are key elements to following Christ that are increased in these groups, such as hospitality, pastoral care, prayer, Bible study, fellowship, mission, etc. At the moment, all our groups are in Thornhill, whether that's homes, pubs, cafes, or the church building, and this is intentional as we want to love Thornhill and nowhere is an area in the week and not just on a Sunday. And this week with the prayer walk, that was great for that. We welcome people living outside Thornhill to be part of the fellowship, but we ask them to join us in loving, praying, serving, and doing missions to this area, which again happens every week. Each term we have a variety of groups on different times, etc. So there's a group everyone could join, and then people can stay in the same group or change in the next term. The elders appoint group leaders and work with them in what will happen the group in the groups each term, and then trust them to lead. lead. The majority and most effective pastoral care happens in these groups, so it's massively important that people join and care for one another in these groups. Group leaders will contact elders if they need pastoral care themselves, or if there are people in the groups that need more support, the personal leader can contact the elders for help. So we're really showing the emphasis and the importance of, of groups there. And like This is where we're going to love one another, pastorally care for one another. If you're struggling, other people should know and in, in your group. And this is how we're going to support one another. Devoted to financial giving. We encourage financial giving because like the others, we believe it's a biblical principle, a way to love God and not love money and a way for your money to be used to extend God's kingdom. We massively appreciate people's generosity as a church, as most people give 10% of their income on a monthly basis with gift aid via standing order to church as a biblical principle. Maybe, maybe the, the standing order wasn't back then, maybe that. But some, some people give more, some give cash, some, some give less. Some people's situation change, which affects their giving. We also do mission offerings, so we encourage people to seek God on what to give, so we give gratefully. And to also contact us as elders or people or group leaders or the trustees, if you're struggling financially. We have a praise and prayer AGM once a, once a year to, have a, to give a financial update so people can see where the money goes, give an, get an update and pray for different ministries and ask questions, which we, which, which we recently did. And finally, devoted to serving. We want to be an every body member ministry church where all people find and use their gifts as Christ's church, but also in their mission, workplace, families, and lives. It's a privilege to serve Jesus, and it's also a responsibility. God is the one who gives gifts, and all the gifts are given to serve his church, and his mission. Christ is the head of the church, and his spirit-filled people are all different parts of his body on earth. He has appointed leaders in his local, in lo- his local churches to lead and protect his people, and to help his people know when, where they could be serving or when they should not. 
Serving should be an outcome of people's devotion to Jesus and the fellowship. We go through different seasons in life and service to Jesus, and we want to be a people that serve one another through these different seasons. The desire for these six devotions at Thornhill Church is to help us be a local church that pleases and represents Jesus in a faithful way with our love, care, and prayer. Math, Alan, Jacob, and Stu, the elders. I'm aware that today is maybe a big one for some of us. Maybe if it's your first time here, you think, man, what is going on here? <laughs> but for some of us, it's a big one. For some of us, we like, no, I agree with all that. For some of us, you might not. And like, like the different reactions was mixed. But hopefully you know with myself or with Alan, Jacob and Stu, we love you and we love coffee. And so let's, let's meet. If you need to meet, if we need to ask, if we need to work through these things, then, then we'll do that. We'll do that together. But hopefully this is showing us this is the church we feel Christ wants us to be. This is where we feel the Bible is giving us not just guidance, but commands which we want to be faithful to. And this is how we're going to love you guys. This is how we're going to lead you guys. We put things in place. We put a big emphasis on, on groups so everyone can be cared for. And so this is what it means. This is what it'll look like to be part, to be fully part, to be a body member at Thornhill Church and to serve one another and his community. We're going to finish off now and sing, You Are Worthy of It All. Because these are just, these are just six things, aren't they? But he's worthy of it all, isn't he? He's worthy of it all. He's worthy of everything. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are worthy of it all. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that your name is great, that you have defeated death, that you have rose from the dead, that it is only by your name that we can be saved. And Lord Jesus, sometimes, if we're honest, Lord, we'd love it to just, just be all about you and nothing to do with us. We'd love you to just save and not use us in any way, nor for us to be responsible, nor for us to, to mess things up or to hurt others. But Lord, you have called us because you love us. You love those misfits of disciples. And you said, on these guys, I'll build my church. And Father, we, have, we are just, uh, yeah, we are generations from that. And so Lord, we love you. We thank you that you've given us our, your spirit. We thank you for this place, for this history. We thank you for Thornhill Church that you started it that you loved it, that you are holding it. And so, Lord, we, Jesus, we just want the name of Jesus to be known in this area, to be honoured, respected, to be loved. But also we're aware of the responsibility of that, Lord, and that how we've got the privilege of sharing, but also the responsibility of honouring you as we do it. So, Lord Jesus, help us. Lord, help us as we've just spoken about these things and how... Maybe for some of us, are finding it, we'll find this hard. Lord, just help us speak love to one another and work things out. Lord Jesus, if there's people here who've, who've maybe been devoted in the past but are in a difficult place, spiritually they're in a dry place, 
and they want to say amen, but they just, inside them, they can't. Lord Jesus, will you just resurrect their spirits, Lord? Resurrect their souls. Bring back their first love, Lord. Bring back the first love of Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we pray, Lord, Lord, we pray for people in this community right now who are using the name of Jesus Christ as a swear word. Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, in faith that these people soon will be saying amen to these devoted things, that they will be devoted, that we'll see them be baptised, that we'll see them loving one another, giving to you. Lord Jesus, will you use this for your glory? This is all about you. This is all about your church, your glory, your name, your fame. May we be nameless, Lord. Lord, if it's possible, may no one know our names. And may they only know the name of Jesus. Because you are worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and sing that. He is worthy of it all. <laughs>